Hi everyone, uh, Michelle Hoskin, Little Miss Wow here. Uh, welcome you to my next podcast. So this podcast has uh, come about because uh, last week I delivered a training workshop. Uh, the training workshop was delivered to a firm, a financial services firm in, in the UK. And this firm is kind of on the face of it externally, wowzers, you know, polished, slick, uh, stylish, just on the money. You know, I've known these particular business owners for some years. However, I've only really known them from, um, from a bit of a distance. So I went into the firm and we had a fabulous day. We really got under the skin of what the business is trying to do and how it does it and all the team were involved and the vibe in the room was just, was just fab. But, um, one of the topics that came up um, during our planned discussions, and we collaborate, you know, our style is very much, and my style in particular is very much about collaborating. I don't present and get them to listen. You know, my, my objective with our training days is that at the end of the day, they, they've really contributed and worked as a team and contributed, which is obviously quite important. But one of the, um, one of the topics that came up was this whole thing around communication. And we, we, we were, we, we seemed to have the whole day where we just shared analogies. You know, we used the airline business, we used restaurants as an examples and then as analogies, we used racing cars as analogies, we used sport as analogies, just to kind of prove our point. And the particular topic that I'm going to sh talk about now um, is obviously one that's very close to my heart and it's to do with kind of communication. And I'm going to use a few, a few analogies as I kind of run through this podcast. But one of the biggest challenges that we see within financial services firms is their, their shocking lack of ability to communicate, their shocking lack of communication in their firm. And I think that's down to a couple of reasons. They assume everybody knows what's going on because in most cases, not all cases, but in most cases, people work in an open plan office or an office where people are together generally. And they just think that it's quite an isolated business. So whilst we talk a lot about teamwork, actually financial planning practices are really a collection of, of individuals that are isolating themselves from each other because they're working on their own stuff. Very, very rarely do you see a financial services practice, unless it's one of ours, that um, really is, has got teamwork down to a fine art. In the main, it's individuals working on stuff, reporting into the boss or reporting into the financial planner. And you've just got these people kind of running around every day in these little silos. And that's okay, but you might also get a slight extension to that where you have mini silos, where you might have two or three people in them. But they're silos nonetheless. And there's nothing good about this way of working at all. There's nothing that works about it. It's isolating, it's lonely. It creates a, uh, an us and them culture, which is horrific anywhere. And it, it's, it's even worse in a, in a sector like financial services. Um, and it just means that nobody's really got anybody's back. And that's probably the saddest thing for me. But one of the things that, that suffers is communication. And there's lots of ways of communicating, talking, emailing, face-to-face -face meetings. Um, so I'm going to give you a little tip um, as to how to kind of deal with this. Um, and, and, you know, this, this podcast is, is titled It's Good to Talk because it is. There's, there's no two ways about it. So one of the things that I would love you to do is I would love you to get all of your team together. Now, this can't be done with a couple of the team members. It can't be done 
by you deciding that this is the best way of doing something. This is a team effort. And I want you to get a flip chart and a pack of juicy marker pens. And I want you to ask the team or get somebody else in the team to ask the team. My suggestion would be that you get the most engaging, enthusiastic person in the team to facilitate these discussions because they're gonna get people engaged on the same page, you know, kind of buzzy, you know, don't just try and kind of cobble through yourself. It's just not gonna work. So if you've not got that, I'm good at engaging with my team thing, find somebody else that is. So get your flip chart and um, my suggestion is either do this as a one-off meeting or get your team when they're in the team meeting and just say, I want to just I want to just run through something with you. And I want you to do this. I want you to get your flip chart and I want you to get your pen and I want you to stand there like you own the room. And I want you to first and foremost explain to the team that fundamentally you are tired of the business being around and centered around you. You know, if you got whipped out, you know, by a tornado tomorrow, the likelihood is that the business would implode on itself. Now, not probably not straight away and probably not fully, but it's never going to be a good time because I bet that most of the stuff that is done in the business is done because you're in it, quite frankly. You know, it's not a it's not a business that can stand on its own two feet. It's a business that fundamentally, you know, relies on you every single day for one thing or another. And there's different levels of that. And, you know, we, we've got some ideas around that. Anyway, so I want you to get your flip chart. I want you to just basically go all balls out and say, gang, I'm tired of the business being about me. I'm tired of stuff not happening when certain people aren't in. We need to, we need to have a chat about how we communicate in the business. Line one complete. What I then want you to do is I want you to ask the team, I want you to say this, what topics and areas of our business should we be discussing? Not how frequently, not when, not who, but what. What areas and topics of our business should we be talking about on a regular basis? And write them all on the board. Now, ideally, if you can, fit them on one sheet of the flip chart paper, and I'll explain. You'll see the benefits of doing that later. Then I want you to say, Okay, who? Who should be discussing these areas? So you've got the same areas on your board, get a different coloured pen and say who. Who should be discussing these areas? And I want you, as they're shouting them out, get your, their initials and write them on the board. So if it might be MC or MH, you know, or LMW for Little Miss Wow, whoever it is, write the initials next to the business area. Then I want you to say, with a different colour pen in your hand, I want you to say, okay, so how frequently should we be discussing these areas? How frequently? Fabulous. Different colour marker, and you would put monthly, M, W for weekly, D for daily, ad hoc, A, quarterly, or maybe annually. Okay, so, so now you've got and should have at the end of this exercise, I flip chart, one sheet of paper that says, these are the topics we should be discussing. This is who should be discussing them. And this is how frequently, frequently we should be discussing them. Now, the next thing, and this is a bit of a kind of, it's an interesting one because it depends on your business setup. But then I'd like you to say, okay, should we be discussing them by email, face to face, over the phone? Or remotely 
you know, by webcam, however your business is set up. So decide on how you should be discussing them. The vehicle, should it be face-to-face? Should it be over email? Should it be on a one a call? You know, dependent on your business and then get another color and write your frequency up. Now, effectively, what you have just designed is your whole internal team communications strategy on one sheet of flip chart paper, flipping easy peasy, lemon squeezy, it's done. Now you need to get somebody in the team to type that up. And my suggestion is that you actually get them to kind of put a calendar together, a schedule, an overview of your meeting, give it a name, what topics you discuss in that meeting, and you've got them on your flip chart, so your monthly meeting, management team, and these are the topics, and then create just an overview, an overview of all of those meetings. Then what I would do, I suggest you do, is put together a little schedule, a little table, month to month, you know, January, February, March, April through to December, um, put some weeks in and make me using your colours, schedule out on a planner for the year, all of those meetings. The key thing is, is that those meetings should be run regardless of who's missing in them. So if you've decided that there's going to be one chairperson for every management meeting, you know, and that, that includes Fred, Jane, Teddy and Samantha. Well, if Samantha's not in, that meeting still happens. If it's 10 past 11 and that meeting starts at 11 and, and James has not arrived, you start without him. This internal communication strategy, this, this plan is fundamental. It's like the heartbeat of the business. It's like the blood pumping around the body. It's that important. It, you know, and I'll give you two analogies. I'll give you two analogies in a minute of why this is important and when your ti- why your timing is so important. So once you've got that down, you will find and you start to communicate and you, you really go for it and you, you, know, you don't have meetings for meetings sake, but it's just good to talk. Don't assume that someone's heard something across the desk. We have got, and should you wish to tap into it, a whole host of agendas and a schedule. We've got loads of stuff within our own proposition, what we offer out to the marketplace. You have to be part of our WOW family and you have to tap into the resources that we have available, but we have them. We've done this before for over 20 years. So please, if you're really struggling, you can reach out and you can engage with us on a kind of a, a, on a one-to-one basis and we can help you. But just follow these simple instructions. I'll give you two analogies. So my partner, Mark, works at the fire station in Hitchin, and he's watch commander. And every morning, we live across the road from the fire station, and every morning at 8 a.m., all of the guys on the station who are on duty that day, they stand in front of their fire engines, properly in pose with, you know, straight backs, you know, that stern look on their face like they mean business, hands behind their desk, behind their backs, like they're, they're standing to attention. What Mark says to me is that what he says is at ease. And they drop their arms and they talk through the plan for the day. And they call it a watch meeting. And this is a simple daily huddle. It takes literally, when I watch them do it, about five minutes and it's what's in the diary, who's driving, who's in charge of the BA sets, who's in charge of which areas of the fire station, bang, 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 done. No messing around, they know what's on the plan for the day, done and they've gone off. And the thing is, they do this, they do this why? 
because these guys are saving lives every single day. You know, they're pulling people out, burning buildings, they're going to RTC, road traffic accidents, and they need to know exactly what's on the agenda that day, who's doing what, who's in control of what, who's got what to work on, what are the key priorities for the day. So they're actually, do you know what, I may do that first thing in the morning. They stand, they stand in front of them fire engines, and it starts their day. Now, what do we think would happen if that didn't happen? Who would check the BA sets? Who would check that the hoses are on the fire engines? I don't know, and neither does he. So the point is, is that that is part of their station routines every single morning. Think about how you communicate within your team. Is it good enough? Probably not. And this is a big, big area that I personally see, and so do my team all of the time, and it's so easy to fix. Another analogy, in the good old days of me pre-setting up Standards International and being a coach, I used to work in retail. I worked in a shop in Nottingham for a company called Jigsaw in the men's retail outlet. Now, what was interesting about this job was that every morning we'd stand on the shop floor and we would appoint each other, i.e. the sort of shop manager of the day, would appoint us to separate zones, he would give us jobs, we'd sort out who was on lunch, we would sort out what errands needed to be done, what stuff needed to go back to head office, we got ourselves sorted. Now, we did that before the shop doors opened, right? We didn't do it while there was customers walking through the door. We did it before the phone started ringing. The doors were open. We needed to help people in the changing rooms. We needed to refold clothes. And the point is, we have in financial services forgotten the basics. Why on earth does anybody, possibly you've done this as you're listening to this, thinking, oh my God, this is so obvious. Why would you try and have a meeting in the middle of the day? When the phones are ringing, the emails are coming in, there's stuff needing to be done, there's business needing to be processed, why do you think it's a good idea to have your team meeting when the doors are open? Your morning huddle when the phones are ringing? Nobody will be focused. I can tell you personally that we would have not have got anything done on that shop floor if we had a shop full of customers. It would not have happened. And more importantly, every morning we made sure that shop was ready for the day. The, fold, the clothes were folded, the floor was marked, the kitchen was clean, the stock was put away, we had it licked. What are you doing to create that same type of working environment? I bet not a lot right now, but if you've listened to this and thought, oh my God, we need to change, then do something about it and do something about it quick. Because this is one of those easy, quick fixes that I tell you what, the return on your development time in this area is a zillion fold. So just think about it. Think about how you're working and make those changes and improvements today. Use my two analogies, the fire station and me in my retail shop when I was 18 years old. It worked and it's repeated up and down the country in both of those industries every day, all of the time. We're here if you need us, you need any support, guidance, structures, processes, guidelines, we've got it all. But please, please have a go. Please try, see what you can do. And if you're really struggling, then reach out and we will be more than happy to support you. Good luck, be awesome, go and kick some ass and get your business into shape.